This is the Open Phil Broadcast, and before we start our show today with uh, Kim Tamara and Ranu Heinsberg, I want to invite uh, my friend Boxer John here uh, because he let me know about a new recording project that he's undergone. Now, just to give you a little background, um, Radio Orange assigned... Uh, this gentleman as a uh, coach to this radio program. So uh, the program would not be as good as it is without the help of our friend uh, Boxer John. And he has been for years doing the Vintage Underground here on Radio Orange and writing and producing his own records. And now I think you are doing not one, but three records? Three, yeah, exactly. Tell me about yeah. that. What's what's the plan? With well, that? the plan is is really just to... Um, I, I, I seldom do one record at a time because it's it's very unsatisfying. Um, I have a lot of material that, that I write during the year and to leave too much time in between get leaves me itchy and a little crazy. So I kind of just got to get it out there. And mm-hmm. so... Um, I have really enough material for, for three albums and, you know, I'll try and cut the fat off a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, um, uh, one is, is kind of a uh, new direction, mm-hmm. so it's dirtier. It's um, got full of vintage keyboards, Mellotron and drums and contrabass and so on. And the other two are folk. They're mixtures of original folk and um, traditional folk. And yeah, some some di- all different musicians on there. So cool. like I work with basically whoever's around and whoever wants to be a part of it to give it that kind of nice, open, spontaneous, folky feel, you know what I mean? Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Who are you working with on this record? There's loads of people. I mean, Gernot Feldner from Harlequin's Glance, uh, Brendan Doran, uh, Irish That's musician, yeah. uh, Andromeda singing uh, with with uh, her duo Shipwreck Marcy. We do a three way harmony. Um, there's Wolfgang from uh, Vanjo Banjo. Um, who else is there? Yeah, I mean, I kind of lost track to be totally honest because I've. I just kind of, I've been doing this over the last year now, these three albums, and whoever's there, they get a spot. That's You're basically it. doing a Kickstarter to help fund it? Exactly. How yeah. can people pre-order these albums? What, what, where would they find that? They, they can go to Kickstarter and, and type in, um, uh, actually maybe just in Google, Kickstarter Boxer John. Mm-hmm. Three words. And is it linked from your website as well? It is, yeah. Uh, oh, no, 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 not, not, not yet, actually. Okay. But that's a pretty good idea. Yeah. So as of today sometime, I uh-huh. guess I'm going to link from my the front page of my website, which is boxerjohn.com. Cool. Yeah. Do you want to, uh, I don't know, play something for us that's sure. going to be on the new record uh, here? Absolutely. All right, that yeah. would be awesome. Let's do that. So this is uh, one of the, the traditionals that I'm playing on the uh, one of the folk albums, and it was written by a lady called Elizabeth Cotton, and she was made to the Seeger family, as in Pete Seeger, and they found out that she could really play like a demon, and she'd written this song when she was a young girl. This is Freight Train. Thank you. 
When I die, oh, bury me deep Down at the end of old Chestnut Street Where I can hear old number nine As she comes rolling by When I die, oh, bury me deep Down at the end of old Chestnut Street Place the stone at my head and feet And tell them I've gone to sleep Freight train, freight train Running fast Freight train, freight train Running fast Please don't say what train I'm on They won't know just where I'm going So yeah, that was uh, Boxer John. Do check out his Kickstarter project. Um, and now we are here um, at uh, the Sky Studio for the first time ever. Um, our our trusty Elizabeth lost the key to Radio Orange, so we can no longer record there ever, ever. Because she doesn't want to tell them she lost the key because then they'll judge her money. So our solution is to record elsewhere and upload the files remotely. We've now turned into a hacker organization, and we transmit um, our, our radio broadcasts without a key. But it's uh, like top secret. Don't tell anyone secret. she lost the keys. Speaking of which, that voice you've just heard is Kim Tamara, who's just snuck into the studio. <laughs> um, and she's here today after a long night of drinking. Psst, my parents will listen to this. Apple juice. <laughs> Um, exactly. You oh. know, everybody had different amounts of alcohol to drink. I, for example, had zero alcohol. Just as me. Because I just had to make sure that everybody was having a good time. And uh, and I didn't want to um, make a fool of myself. So, <laughs> And I had to record today. Yeah. And so we stayed very, um, very much awake until about five or six in the morning. Yeah, something like that. And uh, and then. But besides that, very professional. And then Boxer John woke me up at eleven forty-five. <laughs> hey Phil, are you ready? Uh huh. Of course. And um, yeah, we had a uh, a get together last night of the Ubon Stars. So Kim is a recent addition to the Ubon Stars, and uh, tell me how is that? What's that like? That's amazing. Met yeah. So many great people there. And, w- and what's it like playing your songs for strangers? It's amazing. I, I just love everything about busking. You know, it's kind of spontaneous and you get like feedback on the spot. If someone likes what they hear, they stop. And it's just amazing when you are able to catch someone's attention. Now, playing on the radio is also like playing for strangers, except you don't get a lot of feedback uh, unless it's via email. Yeah, 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 so yeah. so if somebody wanted to give you feedback, how would they give you feedback? They can find me on social media and just write me a message. I'm available so everywhere. What song would you like to start out and introduce yourself with? To people? Uh, we could start with Wind Blues, because that's like the first song I wrote here in Vienna. Uh-huh. And kind of represents the first impressions. And I always say that I'm really happy here. But when you're away from home, you always have moments that sound like that. Okay. Here is Kim Tamara with Wind Blues. The city, these 
These big bright lights make me blind I told myself I could dream here But only empty lights So how long have you been in Vienna? I've been in Vienna officially since October, but and unofficially? Yeah, since my brother studies here, I've been for in the past years I've been here. Couch surfing? Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, since October I'm also <laughs> have my own bed in a dorm. Oh, nice. Yeah. In a dorm. Yeah. So you're studying? Yeah, 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 composition. Where? Um, MDV. What's that like? <laughs> That's cool. I mean, <laughs> maybe we could take that one out. Why? Because Are you I'm worried about studying. teachers listening. No, no, yeah, no. Because I'm not officially studying yet. I'm on a preparation year. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully this year I'll begin. And the, what are they doing to prepare you to study? They're doing everything. <laughs> well, training my ears and music theory and music history, all of that. So so if Ranul were to play a note, <laughs> who's sitting so patiently in the back of the studio, if he were to play a note, you would be able to guess what note that is? No. <laughs> no, it's not about that. It's I mean, if you have perfect pitch, it's, it's awesome, but they don't train you to get one it's like um knowing when you're based on a key if i would be based on a key then i would i could tell but like a random note i wouldn't know 
I'm based on a key. My, my whole life is based on the key of G. Really? I have minor days and I have major days. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh, what's about to happen here? Oh, okay. I thought uh, we were about to have a spontaneous uh, jam session on the key of G. But uh, um, yeah, so um, how? Uh, tell me a little bit about your, your background as a musician. This isn't the first time you've studied music. In Vienna. Mm, yeah, the first time I studied music in Vienna. Yeah, that's the first time. But I have music education. Right, that's what I education. mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to a music high school. A music like, high school. Yeah, I mean it's a gymnasium. Uh huh. But yeah, it's a music gymnasium. So. And do you guys do musicals? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I never know how to translate it right because when I say high school musical, it's like. <laughs> We all know how that sounds like. Walking to school, singing <laughs> yeah, and dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Thursday. Yeah, we never done that, but we we would really, really often sing in the breaks between classes. That and are most of the classes focused on music? Yeah, yeah we're all focused on music. So no math. Yeah, no math at all. So like five perfect. plus five is over your head. <laughs> no, since I had math in elementary school, I know it's twelve. <laughs> okay, so elementary math are okay. <laughs> yeah, just kidding for the record. Five plus five is ten. Okay, um, <laughs> noted. Um, addition, no problem. Now, Vienna has been what kind of addition to your life? How do you feel in this city? I really love it here. Um, as I said, met really cool people through the Uban Stars and through discovering the music scene. And yeah, it's a city that has really a lot to offer. And I'm just enjoying it. So, uh, yeah, play us another song. Uh, yeah, I'd be happy to do it. Which song? It will be Box Full of Wishes. Okay, here's Box Full of Wishes. Alright.
So Kim, um, let me know what's what are your plans for the near future? Are you ever gonna be releasing these songs? Have you released these songs? Um, um, what's the idea? Yeah, the idea. Um, I haven't made yet an official release. Okay. There are a lot of songs on my YouTube. Um, you can check it out there. <laughs> and I would love to, um, in the nearer future, to release something to make a CD. But yeah, we'll see how that develops. I'm kind of working on it. And yeah, fingers crossed. Okay. And so a vinyl is out of the question. <laughs> I mean, it would be great. I would I would do everything if I could. I'm just trying to find the perfect solution. Mhm. Mm yeah. Cool. And um the Uban Stars, how long have you been doing that? Since February uh 2018. Mhm. Mm yeah. So I'm kind of new, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's really great. What's your favorite U-Bahn station to play? Currently, it's Pratastern. Really? What makes yeah. that one good? I have no idea. It's just amazing. Every time I play there, it's super cool. Really, um, a lot of people stop and listen and just the vibe. The now, vibe I, I heard great. that you're no longer allowed to drink alcohol there. Has that changed the audience at all? Because I heard like they don't want any any they're like cleaning yeah. up Pratastern. What is that? Yeah, How does I that affect? That, the... um, I have... when I've played there, I mean, I have people <laughs> smashed, oh. passing cigarettes around, all kinds of weird cigarettes, <laughs> and like the security showing up every five minutes to tell them to stop, uh. which they don't. Uh, they just <laughs> wait for the security to leave. It's just a very interesting scene. And yeah. I actually haven't played there since officially, apparently, they're cleaning it up. Have you really? noticed any of that? I I don't know if I'm just really lucky, but I don't, I didn't have bad experiences there. And I couldn't say now that I see a drastic change. But it may be also that I try not to play, like, after 8 p.m. there. Mm. But yeah, I, yeah. I can't actually say any of those experiences were bad experiences. I mean, mm -hmm. it does mean a lot to me. When a total drunk uh, walks up to me and gives me his last 10 cents. Yeah, that's... Um, and that's, then it claps and wants me to keep playing. I mean, yeah. it's pretty cool. That is what really just amazed me every time from people, yeah. And it's a pretty good location because it's right between two mm, Uban lines. Yeah, Everybody yeah. has to basically walk <laughs> past you to get yeah, yeah, anywhere yeah. when it's they're really, leaving either really cool of, the, of the trains. It's like the ideal spot. Have you had issues with noise? Do people ever ask you to play quieter? Uh, yeah, it happened actually the last time I played there. Um, but I, I actually don't mind that. I just appreciate the fact that we're allowed to play in the station. And for me, something even playing without electricity, it has something to it. You know, so I don't mind that. I'm just happy to play. It's got a nice vibe in Vienna, I've noticed. So other cities I've seen that has music in the train station, mm -hmm. nobody stops to listen. New York, London, nobody yeah. has time to stop and yeah, listen to yeah. somebody play, really. So crowds never form. Mm. But for us, I feel like people do generally stop, and sometimes people are listening for a half hour before they yeah, yeah. get on with their obviously boring <laughs> day. <laughs> like, no, come on. Maybe it's not that boring. Imagine if they're having a really exciting day and they stop anyway. Right. That's yeah. the, that's how we should think about it. Yeah. You're absolutely right. 
So before we move on to our next guest, please, uh, what's one more song you would like to leave us with? I'd like to leave you with Paper Planes, where I look back a little bit at my childhood. I meet the little Kim, although I haven't grown much since then. And we talk a bit what happened. You wrote this when? I wrote it, I think, a year or two ago. Cool. Okay, so here's Paper Planes by Kim Tomorrow. Oh, I met the other day an old friend. She said that she had missed me, and I felt the same. So we went to the street where we used to play hide and seek And we climbed a tree that left a scar on my knee And time wasn't ever cheap and it's not something we can keep And it doesn't have a price that a part of our lives When we used to make paper
All right, thank you so much. Uh, we'll look forward to seeing what happens thank you, next. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, now we have a brief changeover for my next guest here in the studio. L ladies and gentlemen, Ranul Heinsberger has just come into the studio. Now let me give you guys a little bit of background since um, our lovely, my lovely co-host uh, Elizabeth couldn't be here today, I believe. She's busy looking for the keys to the studio. So yeah, uh, let me give you a brief history. Ranul has come to Open Phil, Open Mic, since I think one of the very first ones at Celeste. And Ranul was kind of the reason we were no longer invited to play at Celeste. No, I'm just kidding. It's not your fault. But he is one of the guys who really gets the crowd freaking out he will just like start dancing around the room um it's not a good idea to plug in his guitar because he will most likely rip the cable and uh i mean he really gets in everybody's face and um just has a really wonderful a charismatic dancing vibe where you're halfway scared you're gonna get attacked but you realize he's just a huge teddy bear um and um, so he's just one of one of been one of the classic characters who, for whatever reason, unfortunately, since we moved, um, now we have a big stage and he can no longer um, jump in people's laps while he plays. He's now up up on a stage, so he doesn't come around the tunnel that much anymore. But that might be for other reasons, like the day of the week, or maybe he's working now. But he's still developing. Um, his musicianship over the years, and I see lots of posts from him. Uh, I'd like to introduce you all to Ranul Heinsberger, who's gonna uh, start us off with a song. So you see what he's all about. What what song would you like to play for us first? Um, first, uh, thank you uh, very much for welcoming me here, and uh, I have to say very sorry that Lil is not here. So hi, Lil, if you listen to us, and my first song will be. Good Chain Baby. All right, so this is Good Chain Baby, especially for Lil. Especially for Lil. Oh! 
Okay. Hey, um, Ranul, tell me a little bit, um, A, what brought you the first time to find out about this weird open stage at Celeste? Oh, the first time it was my colleague uh, who brought me over there because he knew me as a musician and he asked me like, what about going to Open Phil? He's a very great guy with a great show at uh, what was the first place we... Celeste. It is the last right here. Yeah. Uh, cellar local, very like uh, like uh, UFO, like with this background of yeah. <laughs> of uh, beaming and glowing like hell. Yeah, they're still friends. They loaned me a cable recently. I needed a microphone cable, and and I went by, and they've redecorated, but it's still the same small basement. Um, And uh, it's uh, we do miss that place, but we've simply outgrown it. We're just so many people now that we wouldn't all fit in that room anymore. Yeah, um, I think. But uh, for me, you can understand it was my my entry, and I love this place very much. But I know that you developed your show, and you have to move. And I think the tunnel is perfectly for you. For uh, to go on with your very great show, and you're definitely right. I'm um, uh, not here for the last one year like this because I'm uh, deeply into production of my songs, my music videos, and like this. Wow! Yeah. So you're working. You've been working hard. I'm working hard, like day and night. Oh, uh, are you bringing out a record, or what's the, what's coming? I'm bringing out a, a series of uh, songs and music videos and we will see if maybe there will be a record as well. But uh, you can find me on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Music and uh, this whole shit as well. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, now, but before when you, I met you three years ago, one second. Mm. <coughs> when I met you three years ago, tell me like, When did you first start playing these songs? These songs? Not like a particular song, but in general. You're Ranul Heinsberg. When did you create this? I, oh, character? okay. I created uh, something like four years ago, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The time before I was uh, hiding myself uh, in the, at home, in the studio. And 
I think uh, there had to be a breakup for developing my music and that was um, doing this like seven, eight hours a day and then the day came where Open Phil was calling and I give the answer. Very cool. What's, uh, what's the next song you'd like to play for us? Uh, oh, the next song, it's about uh, um, trouble with police and so on and with neighbors. And You've had trouble with your neighbors. Yeah. Did they call the police or did the police call your neighbors and say, <sighs> is he being trouble? Uh, I think it's perfectly to listen to the song. Uh, maybe you will find out. It's called the, Der Kommissar und die Schreibmaschine. Okay, Der Kommissar und die Schreibmaschine. Yeah. Here's Ranul Heinsberger with uh, Der Kommissar und die Schreibmaschine. Enjoy. Yeah. 
What's the uh, method to your madness? Tell me a little bit about uh, okay, I'm, your day. Mm, um, I found a, a very great studio, one of the best in Vienna for green screening, where uh, people like Iggy Bob, David Hess, love Barnas, and I don't know the hell who else uh, showed up there. And there I brought uh, a lot of artists into, like uh, fire artists, like... Uh, these aerial silk artists, like body painting artists and this. And this was my very first music video. Um, and um, I think it will take the most time, the, the longest to release because it's that big and it also needs an animation in the background. The next one is a totally an animated video. Um, yeah, what is next? I've forgotten it this moment. But I think there are like four or five of them. Wow. I'm working on. You could release a whole DVD of, of your music videos. Maybe if I, if it happened to release them. Yeah. Would, would you <laughs> ever uh, work with uh, Wolf, Wolf Morrison to, to shoot a video? I, th I know he, he, has, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. he has a Robert Tarantino, yeah. which I, is his director yeah. name. Yeah, I, I love his movies. They're so crazy and so funny. I, I could see that being an interesting <laughs> uh, combination of you and him. Yeah, I played the pervert one who was killed by Lil. Lil killed you? Lil killed me at the cellar. Everything starts and ends at the cellar. Maybe yeah. she was feeling a little bit uh, guilty about that. And uh, it could didn't, be. Didn't yeah. want to confront you after the murder. Uh, maybe I have to think about it, but... She said she had to take care of her grandmother today. I was like, so bring your grandmother uh, over here. Yeah, I'd love to see her grandmother. Right? Maybe next time. So Lil, if you listen, bring your grandmother with you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is unfortunate that she can't be here. But uh, it's so wonderful that you came down. It was so great to have you. Thank you also, Kim Tamara and also Boxer John for stopping by and uh, sharing uh, his Kickstarter with us. Um, what is uh, a song you can leave us with so we can um, uh, okay I think end the program mm, on a musical note I will uh, leave you with the most energetic uh, uh, song I've ever written and performed it's called uh, Der Gutschein Baby no it was the first one uh, uh -huh. so I have to choose another one uh, let me think I think it will be uh, Der Eine Drache Okay. Yeah. So thank you so much. And here's Ranul Heinsberger. Heinsberg. You can Heinsberg call me as well. Heinsberger. Heinsberg. Yeah. I've been saying Berger the whole time, and you correct me at the end of the program. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thanks for making me look bad. <laughs> Everybody's going to be Googling Heinsberger and not finding me. It's, it's always about uh, developing and finding out things. Oh, boy. See, this is what happens when you don't come to Open Phil for a year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's the name of the song again? I'm sorry. It's Nur a eine Trara or a eine Trara. Jetzt kannst du es wissen, 
Ich bin nicht